What's up? I'm B, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Normally, I start out um, any recording by saying whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, I hope you're having an amazing day, but I know that you're not watching this on YouTube because this is a, um, it's a podcast exclusive. Basically, I am sick. I am very ill, and I've been sick for a week exactly today, and um, I'm going to get it together to film a YouTube video, but at this point, I'm just, I'm done being under the weather. I'm ready to try and kind of be um, like a functioning person again. I have just been resting and relaxing. I even, like, I haven't even wrapped Christmas presents, and it's the week before Christmas, but I'm like, I am so exhausted that all I can do is get up, go to work, drink some Gatorade, and sit on the couch. So I'm trying to move past that, and I did want to just get something up for you, and um, while I'm not up to filming, I figured let's go ahead and just do a little podcast exclusive, and my thought was that this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, but I haven't necessarily um, like made the commitment to do it or necessarily figured out where in my schedule I would start doing this. But if you have followed me for a long time, you know that written communication is not my forte. And for some reason, it tends to take a lot more out of me than talking. And so I really struggle when it comes to like responding to DMs and responding to comments. And I read your comments and I'm so appreciative for them. And I want to like them and respond to them. But like, it just, it, I have to be in a certain mindset to respond in writing. And so I don't want to like heart something and then not respond. And I, I end up feeling like on a pretty regular basis, there are quite a few comments that I end up not being able to respond to, but they're so valuable. Every single comment on my channel is valuable. And so like, I want to respond and I want to make you, you understand and know that I value you and I care about what you're saying. And so the short version of this is that today I'm going to be responding to some comments on my most recent video on Milena Ciciotti and um, just kind of responding verbally and going over some of those with you. And if you end up liking this, maybe we'll keep it up. Maybe this will be a regular kind of podcast thing where we kind of revisit, we do a retrospective on previous videos and just keep the conversation going. So let's go ahead and we will do win for the week and then I'll get into responding to some of the comments on my last video. My win for the week is that right now my husband is out in the kitchen making some dinner for us. We're going to have um, meatloaf and roasted broccoli and potato wedges. We get HelloFresh every week. It's just something that like I'm not even sponsored by HelloFresh. It's just mentally having it meals delivered that I can make. Like I don't mind cooking, but the shopping and the planning is something that tends to take a toll after a while. And either you end up like, well, for me, I end up getting really repetitive or getting really lazy. And so it's just nice to have these options. Say, I would like this, have it delivered. I don't have to do the shopping for it. And we have a good variety of dinners that we can have throughout the week. I really appreciate that. And um, so yeah, I love HelloFresh and Rig is out there making some dinner for us and now I get to hang out with you and spend this time responding to your comments. Now I'm not going to respond to 
every comment. We'll see how um, how many comments I get through. Just frankly, because like I said, I have been so sick, and so I don't know how long the stamina is going to keep up. Well, let's go ahead and get started. My last video was titled "Melena Ciciati is Santa." and a meteorologist reaction to the most insightful year of my life. And let me tell you, since I've started making videos on Milena, I have gotten a lot more negative comments than normal. Of course, anytime you put out content on the internet, you're going to have people who don't like what you're doing and they're going to say negative things. Um, I feel like generally though, like the negative comments I get are very much trolly like I don't know I don't really know how to describe it but it's like people um either making a comment on my appearance or calling me boring or calling me dumb like people who just saw what I was like saw my face and were like I don't like this and so they left a comment whereas when I'm covering Milena people are coming to defend her and um, have a negative opinion on me for speaking about her. And so that's an interesting thing because it's made me kind of um, reflect even more so than I usually do on the type of content because whenever I make a video, I'm not trying to do anything negative or like tear any person down. It's more so about the ideas and the things that are being presented. And I think even with my videos on Milena, um, especially with them, I'm, I'm not making a judgment on her character. It's just people in my audience have said, hey, I want you to check her out and, and let us know what you think. And so I'm watching and I'm responding to the things that I am seeing her say. That has no impact on Milena's value as a person or how valuable I think she is because I think everyone is valuable. Everyone deserves respect. And again, my goal is never to be like, coming on here making personal attacks anybody it's just like oh you said this and here's how I feel about it so it's been interesting to see a lot of the comments that I've gotten on videos about her so let's go ahead and start with this um if anyone leaves a negative comment I'm not gonna say their username just because I'm not trying to send any like undo hate their way obviously if you go on my youtube channel you'll be able to see the comment I don't delete negative comments um so like you'll be able to see it, but it's like, I don't really feel like being like, this person said this mean thing about me. But if it's a thoughtful comment or constructive criticism or a nice comment, I'll go ahead and say their username just because I'm like, oh, I'm talking to you and we're having a positive interaction, if that makes sense. But so let's go ahead. We're just going to go from the most recent comments and we'll move backwards. So this person said, wow, you're obsessed with her, LOL. You really need to get a talent woman just trashing other woman isn't nice. And of course, I'm sorry for currently judging you. It just makes me sad to see how much you show your heart with your type of videos. Sad. Some YouTubers are ministers, meaning they minister to other women and we all have free will to watch her and learn from her. Because you don't agree, it doesn't make it bad. She has been a huge blessing on my life. I give God all the glory. Your channel is about just attacking people and that's fine you can do whatever you want now I will push back on this because I don't think my channel is about attacking people we talk about ideas in the religious space or the self-help space of course it's been a lot more religion lately because um there's been a lot of like requests and traction on Britney Dawn videos Paul and Morgan Girl Defined stuff like that it seems to really resonate with the people who watch my channel and so um, I want to put out content that 
you like to you like to see you like to consume and so it's been a lot more religion lately but um again my intent is never to attack a person it's like hey here are trends that i'm seeing or here are ideas that i'm seeing presented here are my opinions on them and i i honestly don't think that i've been um like really like telling Milena that she needs to change or that other people shouldn't watch Milena. And honestly, in her last video, there were a few things that I did push back on and be like, oh, I don't really know about this, or I'm not really sure if I agree with that, or I would like you to be more specific on this part in general. But um, there were a lot of things that I was like, oh, yeah, I understand what she's saying. And I agree with her there. So I don't know. I don't know if this person watched the video or if they just saw that I was had like a jokey title about like Milena being Santa and a meteorologist. And they were like, oh, she's criticizing Milena. Let me just come and defend my fave. But I mean, I would encourage anybody who um, sees my content and automatically feels like they're on the defense I would encourage you to watch it if you watch it and you still don't like me and you still don't like what I do that's totally fine but um again like it's I'm not I don't think I'm mean maybe I'm wrong but I don't think that I'm very mean to people on here and I did see somebody say on another video that like I'm not even watching your video I'm just here to say that you're wrong and and your channel is hateful and I'm like okay well you can't really judge it if you haven't seen it but that's fine you can say whatever you want and so then we've got another one that says wow can't wrap my head around why there are videos like these like you make your money off of bringing other people down and looking for the wrongs to call them out on human beings god help and a lot of what i said about the last comment applies to this one i'm not looking to bring anybody down i am just responding to ideas that are put out publicly like you put something into the world and people are allowed to have an opinion on it. Like this person leaving the comment on my channel that they don't like my channel. You're allowed to have that opinion. I put something out publicly. You can share what you think about it. And so with other people sharing things publicly, I'm allowed to say what I think about it. <laughs> but let's move on. This is a nice one. This is from Not Vicky for Legal Reasons. <laughs> and she said, just found your channel and already love your content and your intent, even the win for the week. My win for the week is finishing with B in physics when I thought I wouldn't even make a C. First of all, congratulations. Physics is so far above my head. Like, holy moly. That's amazing that you got to be in it. I can't even wrap my head around it. Like the concepts of physics in general. So that is amazing. Congratulations on your final grade. And um, I'm glad to have you here. Welcome. I'm glad that you uh, like my content and you like the win for the week. I know a lot of people love that and I love that you love it. It makes me very, very happy. Oh, this one's interesting. Someone said... So you do videos about bringing other people down. Why? You bring views to your channel because you speak bad about other people and using their name. Let God do his job and you do yours. It's not your job to analyze and talk about other people. No, it's not my job to do that. This is a hobby. This is a conversation that I'm having with people who enjoy having similar conversations. And also, if it's not my job to have an opinion on what Milena says, then it's not your job to have an opinion on what I say. So again, I don't have a problem with anybody leaving a comment on my channel telling me they don't like my content, telling me where they disagree with me. But it is very interesting that for a lot of these cases, it's like, well, it's not your job to, to have an opinion on what she does or what she says. 
then why are you having an opinion on what I say? Why are you commenting on it? The only difference between you and me is you're writing a comment on my channel and I'm creating a video on my own channel. I'm not trying to be like super defensive or angry here, but it's just, I don't, it's kind of amusing when people say that I shouldn't be talking about other people or having an opinion on the things that they say or do when these people who are leaving the comments on my channel clearly have an opinion on me and the things that I say and do. I guess the only difference is that maybe they like the person that I'm talking about and so that's why they're upset that I'm sharing my opinion because I'm not on here just being like, hey, here's what I think, listen to me. I am instead bringing somebody else's content in and being like, oh, this is what they said, let's have a conversation about it. And so maybe that's where they're seeing a differentiation and that's why they have a problem with it. But I don't know, I think in a lot of cases it is just people who favor that creator and are upset that I'm covering them in a way that's not praising them, which again, is fine. Okay, this next comment is from Anna Wallace 3383 when it says non-Christian and devoted follower of yours here. I have to say, Milena is the most innocuous of the creators you critique. The stuff she says isn't nearly as harmful as Brittany or Paul and Morgan, but as someone who grew up in the church, I so appreciate your perspective of the Bible not being so literal all the time. That is something I've always felt to be true, even as a believer. My favorite example of this is how Genesis paints creation as a dichotomy. Heaven and earth, land and sky, light and dark. But when we examine our actual world, it's always a spectrum. Marshes and swamps, quicksand, dusk and sunlight, platypus, are you kidding me? Same thing with folks' gender and even sex. People are born with both male and female genitals, but go ahead and tell me God only made man and woman. Same concept as earth and sky. To me, God is science, God is a spectrum, God is all things, and all things are beautiful. Hope some of that made sense. Love you, B. First of all, I love this comment so much, and it will never cease to humble me in so many different ways that there are people who are not Christian who enjoy my content about Christianity. Like, that's just wild to me that there are so many atheists who watch my channel and people who belong to different religions, people who are agnostic, who um, tell me that. Like, they'll say, like, I, I am this and I still enjoy your content. It's just like, wow. Thank you so much for being here and being open to what I'm saying and engaging in these conversations with me. Second of all, I am so with you on the concept of there being a wide spectrum of things. Like not everything is either one or two. It's not this way or that way. And I do think that the downfall of a lot of Christians is that they get taught that there's one way to do things and that's it. Like, for the rest of their life, I'm not questioning it. This is the way that it is supposed to be without understanding that there are shades of gray throughout everything in life. And um, while I know that there are a lot of people who have church hurt and church trauma and they're not necessarily interested in going to church and maybe they're at a time in their life where that's not something that would be um, positive for them. I was somebody who avoided church for quite a few years because of stuff that I had gone through. And um, now I do attend a church regularly and I find it very valuable. Something that I really appreciate about the church that we go to now is that while I don't agree with absolutely everything that's said in every sermon, they have kind of this mantra of, um, 
I'm gonna mess it up, but it's like a, a three line thing. And it's like in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, understanding, and in everything, love, I think is the, it's like the gist of it. It's like, God is the God of the living universe. Jesus is our savior and the path to eternal salvation is through him and him alone. That's our essential. That is our unity. Other things in the Bible are going to be gray. There are going to be other things that are non-essential to your salvation. And in those things, we should have understanding and grace for each other. But then regardless of anything else, anything that may come up, any difference of opinion, whatever it may be, we act through a lens of love. And so that is, again, something that I just really appreciate and something that I try to keep in mind. And it's hard because I have the um, like the concept in my brain, but I don't verbalize it very often. So I'm like, I know I think about this all the time, but I don't know the phrasing. But that's why, because I have the concept of it, but I've never really had to say it out loud too often. But yes, I agree with you. There are so many different things in life that should be viewed on a spectrum or through the lens of a gray area as opposed to one or two right or wrong. And this is something that a few other people have mentioned is that Milena is innocuous or she seems to be more tolerable, less extreme. And um, I agree with that. I think that Milena is a lot, a lot more soft-spoken than people are used to seeing from a Christian influencer. Um, I think like the vibe of her videos is very comforting. I mean, I know for me, when I watch some of her videos, um, they're not like uh, the sound, like she's filming throughout her house and living her life. And so you can hear like the dog drinking out of the bowl or you hear the dryer going and stuff like that isn't super pleasing to me like I I don't like hearing that because it's a distraction just because I notice it and then I'm like trying to ignore it Um, but I do think that for a lot of people that's a really kind of comforting environment to watch somebody be in it's very homey you know she looks very cozy and comfortable there's a lot of like neutral colors so everything's a little bit more muted when you watch her content and so the vibe in general I think is a lot more calm than we're used to seeing. And um, I will say that I haven't watched her as often or for as long as I've watched other people, like you mentioned, like, you know, Paul and Morgan or Brittany Dawn. But I think in general, she's putting out content about like, this is what I'm living and this is what I'm learning. And so to me, it feels more like her saying like, this is what I'm doing as opposed to this is what other people are doing. That's wrong. And I could be off base on this. Like, again, I haven't watched too much of her content to be able to like speak as an authority on everything she said or like the type of content that she puts out as a whole but from what I've seen that's kind of what it's like you know she's not pulling a Carissa Collins and getting on the internet every day telling you you're a bad Christian if you use a condom so you know I appreciate that about her I do think that she has been helpful to a lot of people but I also think that there are certain things she says that might not be super helpful and so as always whenever I watch somebody I do strive to say I agree with this and I think this is a good point when I agree with something or hey, maybe here's a different perspective that we should examine when I don't agree. And maybe I'm not always that tactful. Maybe um, 
in the moment I could I could do a better job about being a little bit calmer, being a little bit more gentle in a response. So um, I know that I make a lot of jokes and <laughs> maybe that does rub people the wrong way, but I don't know, sometimes you gotta laugh. All right, I am losing steam here, so I'm going to respond to probably just one more, and then we'll wrap it up. This next one is from MRAM6, and it says, Not in judgment, when I hear conversations like this, women talking about how hard it was for them to become submissive, all I can think about is who keeps fighting with her to be more submissive, her husband or her church. She talks so much about how this is not organic for her, and it sounds so coerced. Even the language she uses makes me think of the abusive men I've worked with or the women I've treated that have had these same commitments forced on them through threat or shame. These videos just make me feel sad to watch. If she wanted this out of her own desire and will, she likely wouldn't have been fighting it so hard. Now, I think this is a great question, and I have spoken pretty extensively on my opinion on submission and what it really means and uh, the verse that people tend to use to kind of um, back up their belief that women should be submissive to men in religious marriages. It's a verse that says, wives submit to your husbands, husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. And so I'm not going to go super deep into my theology regarding that, but I do think it's a really good question to say, why do you feel that you have to do this? And why is that the perception of what this verse implies? Because pretty frequently when we hear couples, religious Christian couples talking about the concept of submission, it comes from a place of the woman's responsibility as opposed to the expectations of men. And I think to an extent there is, um, when we, when we approach it from my perspective, which is more so about respect than submission, um, I, I do think that you should respect your spouse and you should value their opinion even when you're not super happy with them, even when you feel like they're being unreasonable or you would do something different. That doesn't mean that you don't have to respect them. And I guess I shouldn't say have to, but I mean, I do think that even when your spouse isn't being like the perfect model of what you would want in a partner, I do think that you should still respect them and treat them well and take their opinion into account. But um, when we talk about it from the way that a lot of Christian religious influencers present the idea of submission. It's all about woman, you do this. Women do this. Women should behave in this way. Women should defer to men because it's what the Bible says. And you know how Milena said, well, you didn't marry Jesus. So don't hold him to the standard of Jesus. Love your husband as he is. Even if you think he plays too many video games, even if he got upset about where the soap is, say, I'm sorry, you're right. You're right, daddy. I do need to buy more soap. We don't have enough soap. Yes, that is an example that Milena used in her submission series is Jordan being upset with her because there was not enough soap in the house. And her response was to say, you're right, there's not enough soap. And she recommended you come up with a nickname to call your husband um, in an argument. And (laughs) daddy was one of 
the examples that she gave. And so it's a lot of women tolerate whatever it is that your spouse is going to throw at you and submit to him, as opposed to men be good leaders, be loving, be wise, be kind, seek wise counsel, um, look out for the best interest of your family, be the person worthy of this submission. And again, I'm not saying that I agree with like what uh, a lot of influencers present as their idea of submission. I'm not saying that I agree with that, but if we're talking about the way that they, the way that they present it and their idea, if we're going to go along that line, it's like, okay, fine. You want to talk about a wife being submissive to her husband. Let's make sure that the husband is acting in, in a way that is deserving of that, that is deserving of the type of respect that it would take and the humility that someone would have to exhibit to put your opinion and your desire above their own judgment, above what they may want, about what they may think. And like Melana said, to die to her flesh every day and not voice her opinion. Because this is this is what we're talking about. These are the kinds of ideas that some people who are Christian influencers are presenting. And that doesn't sit right with me. That doesn't sit well with me. I've talked about this multiple times about how women have these unrealistic expectations heaped on them that put them in positions of disadvantage and less power than I think they should have. And um, they're held to one standard and they're expected to defer to someone who is not held to not even a a higher standard. They're not held to an equal standard. Men are held to a lower standard, but they're placed in a higher regard in a lot of religious situations. And so it doesn't sit right with me. And I do wonder where this um, conviction is coming from for Milena. If it is something that is just part of where she's at in her faith, if it's something she's exploring, if it's something that um, there's an external pressure being placed on her, maybe from her husband, maybe from her church, maybe from someone in her family. I don't know. But I mean, it would appear that her husband is playing into it and, you know, like, supportive of this idea, which why wouldn't he be? Because again, it puts him in a position of power over her and it puts him in a place where um, he can kind of, and I'm not saying he does this, but he could in theory say whatever he wanted, do whatever he wanted, act in whatever way he wanted to act. And if Milena got upset about it, he could give her the nudge of, well, well, sweetie, um, I'm the man of the house. I'm the leader of the house. And you're supposed to be submissive to me because I'm in charge of our family. So I know best. And it could be a way to like quell any sort of disagreement. And um, I think something that really struck me that I didn't really talk about too much in the last reaction I did to uh, the submission series was she had said that her husband is not someone who particularly like keeps time of things you know he just gets caught up in stuff he has a heart for people and she used to get really upset about that because she very much values being on time to places and if Jordan got caught up talking to somebody she would be like like we have this place we have to be at I don't like that we're not going to be there on time but now she's appreciating the fact that he's not 
bound by time constraints and punctuality because it shows how much of a heart he has for people. And while I do think that's one way to look at it and um, it's sweet of her to look for the positive angle when it comes to that of, you know, he really is just living in the moment and he's not concerned with where he needs to be or where he needs to go. He is just fully engaging in whoever he's interacting with. I do think there's a, a, a an element of that, which is a valuable trait and an admirable trait. I think it's disrespectful to completely disregard time. I have, maybe this is me being biased, but I value punctuality so highly. Like if I tell someone I am going to be somewhere at a certain time, I will be there. I don't want you waiting on me. I want you to know that you are important to me. And if I made this commitment to be at this place at this time, I will be there. I will honor that commitment. And so maybe that is just because of my personality type of wanting to be punctual to things, but it would frustrate me so badly. And I would personally feel that I was being disrespected if punctuality was important to me and my spouse completely disregarded that and it was okay making me uncomfortable because they don't care about being on time. I mean, there's there's a good balance here. You know, sometimes you get wrapped up in a conversation and you're not really keeping an eye on the clock or you just get kind of get carried away. Um, and maybe they're, because it's not important to you to be punctual, maybe that's not like the first thing on your mind. But if the person who uh, is punctual and who that is important to comes up and kind of nudges you of like, hey, you know, we, it's this time. We said we would be at this place at that time. You know, it's, it's 2.50. It's going to take us 30 minutes to get to where we're going. And we're supposed to be there at 3.30. Maybe we can wrap it up. Like common sense would say like, I care about my partner. And I respect their needs. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up and we'll get moving. And it it doesn't sound like that's the dynamic of their relationship from what Milena has said. Of course, none of us know what goes on in their home. Nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. But if we're commenting on things that have been said publicly, those are my thoughts. So anyway, that is my rambling thought train for that comment, and that is the last one I'm going to read. I got a head full of Sudafed, and it is time for me to head to bed because I do have to work tomorrow. So we're going to wrap this up, but as I was scrolling through the comments, I saw something that reminded me um, that I wanted to address this at the beginning, but Milena is pregnant, and she recently announced it which is so exciting for her. Um, In the last video that I reacted to of hers, the one that these comments are from, she had mentioned having a miscarriage at 17 weeks and that really just like gutted me. Um, Obviously, I, I don't know her and I don't have a personal connection to her, but just the thought of that loss, like any, anyone having a miscarriage at all is just devastating. And then Additionally, thinking about being 17 weeks along, I'm just like, ugh, like my heart completely broke for her and what she must have been going through at that time. And so for her to announce that she is pregnant, and I don't know exactly how far along she is, but she's got a pretty big bump. So I'm just, 
I'm excited for her. I hope she's happy. I hope her family is happy. And, and Jordan, her husband, is excited about it. And they are um, just ready to enter the stage of being parents to a newborn again. That's that's really, really exciting. And um, I just I hope she's happy. And I am praying for a safe, healthy labor and delivery for this baby and wishing them all the best. Anyway, that's all I've got for today. You'll have to let me know if you like this kind of episode where it's just kind of chatty, rambly, responding to comments that y'all have left on previous videos. And if you do, I will do my best to fit them into my schedule. Of course, they'll just be uh, podcast uploads. They won't end up going on YouTube. But I think a lot of people who listen to me like having me on in the background because there's not a lot of like visual stuff that you need to pay attention to. And so it's kind of nice to just have a familiar voice going on while you are reading or working or doing laundry or whatever it may be that you have to do throughout your day. So I am more than happy to provide that for you. Personally, I do the same thing. I love having someone talking as background noise. There's just something about it that is very comforting to me when it's like my favorite podcaster or one of my favorite YouTubers where they upload something and I'm like, great, I don't even have to think about what the topic of this video is or this episode is. Like, I know I'm just going to put it on because I know you and I feel comfortable listening to your content and this is what we're doing. So um, there have been quite a few of you who said that I can provide that to you and that makes me just feel so happy like all the warm and fuzzies of being that content creator for you it means a lot to me thank you if you've ever said anything like that because I do see it and um, I really appreciate you and I again I'm glad that I can be that person for you that you just put on to go to sleep or to have as like a comfort youtuber it means a lot like I said, I am very rambly, but I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to cut it here. Like I said, let me know if you want more of these. I'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. I don't even know how to wrap this up because it's such a foreign concept to me to not be doing a YouTube video, but if you would consider leaving the podcast a rating or a review, that would be incredible. And if you've done that already, Thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for listening. Please be kind to people and I will not see you in the next one. Um, I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.